0: So get this, I believe that I've unlocked the career algorithm. 10 years ago, I was a young product design graduate struggling to find a job in the design industry. After four years of study, it took me 18 months and starting my own business was working three jobs before landing my first design role. Meanwhile, my peers who studied, say, more traditional disciplines walked into their professions quickly via graduate schemes. There were no design graduate schemes at that time. Well, at least not in London anyway. Six years after graduation, I find myself as head of user experience design, leading one of the most prominent digital teams at the FTSE 250 Bank, the first challenger bank in the UK and being the youngest leader to grace the stage at one of the biggest UX conferences in Europe. I was only 28 at the time. My journey to this point right now been so intense between 2012 and 2020 i'd managed to move up the career ladder six times today in 2021 i'm speaking to you as director of digital customer experience for one of the biggest and most exciting consumer travel groups in the middle east and north africa which is challenging fun rewarding and also unpredictable at times Simply put, the Intern to Boss podcast will be a series of reflections from my career journey in product design, a behind-the-scenes guide to career progression, the choices I made, the trials, tribulations, and the darker truths of leadership that nobody else will speak about, as well as anything else that I have been, say, fortunate enough to have learned about myself, career development, company politics, business, and leadership along the way. So as I said, I believe that I've unlocked the career algorithm. I know it sounds pretty arrogant and maybe borderline narcissistic but it's true and maybe that's why you're still here to obtain that secret source in my possession that will help you to unlock it too. You might be an intern trying to find your way in the corporate world not sure of what's in store for you in your career or you might already be a boss you know well-versed in managing a team of people and you've stumbled upon this and you're currently thinking like what the hell is this podcast and what is this secret sauce and what does it taste like and most likely you might be somebody who is in between those two stages of their career who just is nosy you know curious to understand what on earth I can bring to the table if at all anything and I don't blame you because in truth I would be exactly the same I'm dubious of pretty much all of the podcasts that I decide to dedicate my time to and tune into and listen to, taking a moment to absorb that content, internalize it and reflect before adding it to my favorites list. But I advise that you do the same with this one. I do hope, however, that this podcast does not disappoint and promises something for everybody who cares deeply enough about their career and aspires to accelerate their career prospects, increase their professional confidence and smash it at work daily. If these sound like things that you would like to do, then do stay tuned and listen to the rest of this podcast series. So what is this secret sauce that I speak of and what makes me qualified to teach you the recipe? And how do you even know if you'd even like it? Well, let's start with a short story. As a young 20-something intern, I discovered a formula to beat the odds. I was young, mixed race from South London, the first generation in my family to attend and graduate from university. And although a degree that I received in product design was ranked number one in the country at the time, Nobody in my field would hire me. And I have a myriad of theories as to kind of why this was the case, which I will say for another day. But imagine that four years of hard work for what to be unemployed, struggling to make ends meet, watching others with more palatable degrees, walk into roll straight off the graduate stage, whilst my CV, on the other hand, was at the bottom of the corporate pile of confidential paperwork waiting to be shredded and burnt. After six months of job applications, my self-esteem was at an all-time low. I struggled to get myself out of bed in the morning. My head was so cloudy and I'd mentally given up. I'd contemplated all sorts of awful things and other types of careers that, well, did not fulfill my inner passions, but provided a steady paycheck. Heck. I'd even thought about following some of my local area peers who'd taken more, say, unsavory career choices. But for me, though, at the time, this was rock bottom, and I could not see the light at the end of the tunnel and all of the other cliche phrases to describe the wrath of emotion that I had felt on this journey so far. The weight of the world that I believed was on my shoulders, the most significant being the disappointment of my parents' who, by the way, were actually highly supportive through my ordeal, and who I loved to bits. From an early childhood, I was sold this dream, as many of us were, or, you know, this ideology that life is set in stone. You find your passion, choose your career, study like crazy, obtain a piece of high-quality paper with your name on it, and earn lots of money, living, living happily ever after. But for me, the latter was not in my crosshairs. I'd checked every other box except the ones on monetary reward and happiness. And then two things happened at once. Brendan Burchard and a talk from my parents, or the talk from my parents, both of which were equally inspiring and both giving me the reality check that I needed to understand that my financial and happiness potential relied entirely on just one variable, me. I had to take control of my life. I had to ensure that I became successful. I had to make sure that I prove that all of the stereotypes of somebody like me are completely wrong and that I could break that mold. Although very different, the two speeches focused on one single thing, and that was vision. During the academic years of my life, I had been running on autopilot. The ingrained expectations of how life should be and I had come to the last leg and not truly understood why I was striving for it. However, it occurred to me that my parents had been providing me with a taste of what life could be. You see, by the age of 22 I had visited over 25 countries, experienced splashes of the high life and also seen the struggles of what life can throw at you firsthand. Although it was difficult for my parents, they made it happen for me and I decided to use these experiences to build my own life vision. I quickly realized that in order to succeed and achieve the vision for my life, the one that I wanted and studied hard for, I had to create my own job, I had to take control, I understood that I needed to become comfortable with being uncomfortable continuously. Feeding that fire that was built in my belly from the talks from my parents and keeping it alive The first thing I did was assess the job market and careers that my product design course would lead me to. It became very apparent that my degree course was actually predominantly based on the physical world. So I taught myself to code in HTML, CSS, and jQuery. And then I started my own design business. After a couple of years of grinding, working for less than minimum wage, and managing multiple jobs, I eventually got my foot in the corporate door as an intern. I was working for my £5 lunch and travelled to the office. If we fast forward again another two years and i just received my third promotion. And whilst on the way to a large government client in my new role as a UX design consultant, I had an epiphany. I realised that I had unlocked some sort of methodology and a set of behaviours that had enabled me to catch up with my peers who'd obtained jobs immediately four years prior to me. So with that excitement, I stopped drawing on my iPad, which I would do during these two-hour one-way train journeys to the client site, and began instead writing a book. This book contained the very principles that I had been employing during my short career and the tactics used to win over my colleagues, clients, and bosses time and time again. A few months and around 20,000 words later, I would say the book was still unfinished because I paused. i lost my enthusiasm, but why? It was due to imposter syndrome. Funnily enough, the book is still in my iPad mini version one to this very day, collecting digital pixel dust. But the real question is, why did I feel like an imposter? I mean, I'd been promoted multiple times, I'd built a trusted network of colleagues, but something was telling me I needed to do more. I was getting ahead of myself and needed to test my theories a little bit longer, more thoroughly. Maybe the first three career advancements were nothing but a fluke, and I'd remain stagnant in my current position for the remainder of my career. So I closed my Apple Notes app, and I never looked at my book draft ever again. For five years, to be exact, and within that five-year period, I had elevated to head of UX design at a UK high street bank by the age of 28. These advancements had proved my career model in spades. I knew how to navigate the corporate ladder, effectively identify the opportunities, build a peer network, confidently pitch my strengths and humbly admit my shortcomings, which all led me to rise to the highest echelons of my discipline. At the time, UX directors and chief design officers as we see today were pretty rare outside of Silicon Valley. But finally, I understood what I did to get to where I was and wiped the dust from my digital book. However, with great power comes great responsibility and I did not have the time to finish my book as I intended. As much as I wanted to, my obligations and lifestyle took over and prevented me from completing it. However, I was no longer an imposter and I proved my theories. I wanted to share what I found to help others like you also elevate and move forwards in your careers as quickly or even faster than I have. So after another career step to becoming a director, I decided to provide this information via a podcast to serve two primary purposes, to help others achieve what I have much faster than I did. However, It was pretty damn quick. (laughs) Selfishly, this is number two, give me the kick up the backside that I needed to collect my thoughts, reflections, lessons learned, and successes celebrated to finish my book once and for all. And that's it in a nutshell. From here on, at least once a week, I plan to share my reflections, lessons, tips, tricks, and successes throughout my career which I believe have helped me transition from an intern to a boss in a short space of time. I want to get to a place where I can interview others who have more inspiring stories than I have. And I'm sure there are many out there that we can all learn from. If you have any questions or comments about the podcast, I'd love to hear it. Please send me a DM on Instagram at jaytarlick or send a message through my website at jaytarlick.com. Don't forget if you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe so that you get notifications of my upcoming podcasts and video podcast releases. This will be published on all streaming channels as well.